0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to All Villa, No Filler. Please like and subscribe. If you don't subscribe, you support Birmingham City. That is the rule. I didn't write them, but it's just I looked in the terms and conditions, and that's what it said on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, all of that. So looks like you have to subscribe and follow now on audio and visual channels. Now, Aston Villa 2, Lechia Warsaw 1. Firstly, I want to send a message to all the Villa fans tonight and all the security and police having to deal with this uh, at Villa Park. Uh, all of my best wishes with you. Uh, I know that various uh, security officials dealing with the behaviour of Lechia Warsaw fans have been injured, so my thoughts are with them, of course, and my thoughts are with Villa fans as well, they were going to have to, you know, have a trip home tonight that might be disturbed and uh, difficult, more much more difficult than it needs to be. And uh, I just do not understand the mentality of fans who go, go abroad and their whole purpose is to just go and smash stuff up. Um, I, I, I don't get it. Uh, bunch of losers, need to get a life, pathetic, uh, gives them a sense of identity. But if that identity is violence and hurting other people, well, then you can just go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. Screw you. Get out. Go away. No one wants you here. And uh, I don't want you around again. uh, The streets of Aston don't need that. The streets of Birmingham don't need it. And no streets in the world need to see a bunch of young blokes walking around, drunk off their heads, ruining people's day. Anyway, on to more, you know, on to significant matters. Aston Villa 2, Lechia Warsaw 1. Well, Villa go top of the group. We're through, we've qualified with uh, with uh, some comfort, you would say. And uh, Villa have, um, I think we've probably made it a little bit harder for, that for ourselves than we needed to be. But I think we've probably also learned some lessons about our return to Europe that we needed and might stand us in good stead for the years to come. Because, let's face it, if we look at the Premier League table right now, we look like a team who are going to compete for Europe and have a good chance of qualifying for it again next season. We haven't been in Europe for a long time. And it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're a Premier League team, you have all the money in the world, whatever, in comparison to Polish teams, Bosnian teams and Dutch teams. But the fact of the matter is, playing in Europe is a very, very different uh, experience. there's a different skill set. Um, the Thursday to Sunday experience is different. Opposition fans, particularly in places like Poland, the Netherlands, Boston, they're, they're going to be like very loud. They're going to be very passionate. They're going to be very into it. And even that as an experience is something that you need to get used to and absorb and going into it for the first time is is difficult. Look at how long it's taken Man City with all the resources on the in the known universe to win everything. Look at Paris Saint-Germain with all the resources in the known universe to to win everything. Firstly, it took both of them teams a long time to get used to Europe, to adapt to it. And then secondly, PSG have never won the Champions League, hilariously. Screw them, run by a nation state. I have no respect for any team run by a nation state. Man City, run by a nation state as well. But it, how many years did they spend having hilarious knockouts, going out in ridiculous fashion? Um, and eventually, they won it just just recently. But it took more than tw- it took twelve, thirteen years for them to, to to get there. Europe is really, really hard, and there are a lot of teams in the European competitions who you look at and think if we played them in the Premier League, we'd probably beat them. But in Europe, is a different matter, a different fact, and also a lot of these teams are far better than you probably think. And I think Warsaw fought, it fall into that uh category warsaw are a very well coached team we saw that in warsaw and to be honest their fans at home were off the scale loud i think it distracted a lot of players who had not played for a long time came into the team and were just thrown off the game through two in the end probably looks like you know a good effort considering you know we didn't have a full strength team out tonight at villa park we did not have our full strength team out uh we had key players and particularly watkins my goodness didn't you see tonight how crucial he is watkins um martinez didn't play although fenness walson i thought he had a he had a good game um you know a player that's had a lot of uh a lot of struggles let's face it he's he's struggled um and not had a lot of good performances for villa tonight was a really good performance for him he was very close to getting one of the great assists uh of this season uh along before to leon bailey who fantastic touch from bailey great effort hit the bar and just centimeters away from crossing the line to make it 3-1 a two goal lead would have guaranteed that we that we win the group obviously we want to win the group so that we have uh, we don't have to go through those two extra uh extra games basically with europa teams um but I think, you know, Mostar away next. Mostar, I think they showed at Villa Park that they're a very intelligent team. Again, well coached, can sit deep and make it hard to score. But come on, you know, you've got to back Villa to go out there and get a result. Just a draw will do it. You have to back this Villa team to do it, even if we don't bring out our absolute full 11. And uh, I was kind of hoping we got those extra two goals. Just because I wanted to guarantee we were top of the group and we wouldn't have to bring somebody like a Douglas Luiz or Rolly Watkins out to Bosnia a couple of days before we play Brentford away. Because we've got a very busy December. And it's going to be a real acid test for these players to get through it, get good results and come out of it at the other end and feel like we're still competing for, let's face it, Champions League. Um, So I thought tonight, as I say... I think uh, Warsaw were well coached. They were like they were in the first game. Um, it felt like when they sat deep, it was sometimes five at the back. And then when they attacked, it was four, you know, their wide players really pushing forward, pulling our fullbacks as far back as they could. And I think that in the first half, Villa looked a little bit uh, rusty. And, you know, I'm going to be honest about this. and You know, it, it reminded me of every European game we've had so far this season in, you know, ignore the Hibs game, but Alkmaar and Mostar and Warsaw at home. All three of them uh slow to get going in the first half. And uh, although we scored an early goal tonight, I'll mention that in a sec, but not, not, you know, at our best in the first half in all of those games. And the crowd sounding a bit quieter than you would want. And, you know, I'm not getting at the fans, you know, at the start of the second half, the uh, the commentator said, uh, the players have got the fans rolled up. I think in turn, we as fans need to get the players rolled up. You know, we went out to Warsaw and the fan base out there were just nonstop noise for 90 minutes. And I just feel like I wish we could do something similar because in the first half it it just sounded a bit quiet and you know the villa I the villa fans are, you know the villa games I've been to you know over the last 30 years have had a lot of quiet games uh but I think uh in recent years it's been a lot better lot, a lot noisier and I can't help but think that man city Wednesday night next week will be louder again will be much more be much more of an of an intense atmosphere so I you know, I I don't want to sound like I'm getting at fellow Villa fans here, but I I just kind of wish as a fan base there was a way we could I don't know we could bring the noise a bit, and that gets into the players and it maybe raises their game and we're not just relying on the players to raise the game to get us into the mood. Um, that's I don't know <laughs> probably a lot of people watching this who won't be happy about it or listening to it who won't be happy, but I just can't help but shake that feeling is what I would say. I just wish we were a bit a bit noisier. Warsaw's fans pulled us off when we were out there I think we could probably do the same a little bit but look second half we were a lot louder it was a lot more passionate maybe there was I wasn't hearing it through the uh through the TV where I watched it um but look um first half uh Warsaw started well I thought um again those wide areas very threatening I and mean, then sat deep very well they're a good side. But that first goal, Kamara winning the ball back, Tielemans gets the ball, and Tielemans' good forms continued. Fantastic ball uh, to Diaby. And what an amazing piece of work from Diaby that was. Uh, running down on the right, cuts in on his left, finish. Brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. And uh, you kind of then thinking Villa are going to on, go on and just dominate, but we didn't really. I think we were kind of unsettled by, you know, uh, Warsaw's approach and um, uncharacteristic mistake from uh, Kamara. It was just, it's it's on Kamara really. Ball out from Olsen to him. Yeah, he's got Concer right there to pass it to. Tries to play it to cash blind and uh, we're punished. Fantastic goal from Warsaw. Um, just great finish. Um, but yeah, you make mistakes, you get punished and uh, it just didn't quite feel, feel like we recovered in the first half, but second half, much better, much more dominant. The villa we've come to know and love this season, uh, catching the offset, the uh, you know, catching Warsaw offside all the time, creating lots of chances. I think you saw with uh, um, Jon Duran, uh, one moment in the second half where uh, uh Luca Dean got forward, put the ball in, Zanioli went for it, and uh, Duran stopped. And I think that was a good example of where you see his rawness. I think Duran has tons of talent. I think he's a really talented player. He showed at moments tonight, you know, his physicality, his hold-up players' movement. He's got something. He's 19 years of age. He's so talented. If he's just patient enough to wait and think, look, Watkins is a brilliant striker. He's probably the second-best striker in England right now behind Harry Kane, um, or for England, the, the national team behind Harry Kane. He's one of the best strikers in the Premier League in in, in Europe. Duran just has to be patient and just accept it, take his chance when it comes. And I thought tonight he showed a lot of, you know, again, the, the raw ability that he has. And the, the time will come for him in the next season or two that Professor Unai bloody knows what he's doing. He's going to give him the time of day. So just show that patience. And, and I guarantee you within a year, Duran will look like a player who just opposition defences, Hate playing against, he'll just get better and better. But tonight was a moment where you saw his quality and you saw his rawness, is my opinion. Um, but at the same time, something I adored seeing Alex Moreno. My goodness, what a handsome, handsome Spanish man he is. You go into a local bar in Madrid or Sevilla or Valencia or wherever. And that man is sat there, and he's just—he gets up and he's—he's he's moving. And he—he's on the dance floor, and he moves in a way that you've never seen before. You're like, who? You're like, and all, all the girls, all the boys, everyone's looking around at him, go, who? Who's this man? He's beautiful. He can move. Honestly, Alex Moreno, you are beautiful footballer. Be- you, you can, you can. You can model for ASOS, but I tell you what, you can bloody play football. Tonight, first half, he was rusty, right? He's rusty because he's not played for a long time. So he's not going to be quite at it. You, 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 your compass is slightly off. Your compass points to the North Pole, but it's it points slightly one degree to the left or one degree to the right. You're not quite at the North Pole. You've led the Huskies slightly the wrong way, and they're all, you know, they're all looking around at you going, Where's my food? biting you, you know, attacking you, but second half my goodness, my goodness Alex Moreno just the way he can take that ball back to goal, beat a man, the way he can take the ball, run running forward at pace, beat a man and the way he can see he can beat a man and pull it back to somebody my goodness, just seeing him back tonight, he is so so much more dynamic than any fullback we have to see him play the way he did. And then to see him get the his first goal for Aston Villa on his big return with a fantastic, you know, on his weaker foot, shifting his body to hit it with a right-footed volley. After again, a fantastic ball from Douglas Luiz, who repeated the trick from the Tottenham game, where he again hit a fantastic set-piece ball into... Uh, Paul Torres, what is it with Douglas? Luiz seeing those handsome Spanish men in the box hitting the ball to them. Austin McPhee, the wizard. Austin McPhee looks like a man who could be one of the wizards in Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. You're looking around. The hobbits are going, oh, I need to go and speak to uh, Gandalf or Austin McPhee to work out what I need to do with the ring. That's an impression of Frodo Baggins, by the way. Uh, you know, Merry and Pepin just say, "What? What do we do? We need to go find Austin McPhee to find out what we need to do with the ring." And that's the thing. Aragorn goes and looks for advice from Austin McPhee. He's a bloody wizard. Uh, look, the Villa set pieces are absolute magic, mate. The magic conjured by a wizard in Austin McPhee. and Douglas Awise is the. Oh my goodness, Douglas Ewees. He's the. He's he's the Aragorn, isn't he? He's the one who makes it happen. And uh, Alex Moreno getting forward, fantastic. brilliant goal. And, um, you know, a few notes from the second half. I think we were unfortunate not to get a third goal. Some of the positive signs I saw, Villa stepped up the the level. Um, You know, I think it was a good game for uh, uh, Robin Olsen, you know, because he's had a lot of tough games playing it out from the back. Um, Hasn't looked comfortable, made, you know, made a couple of errors here and there that have cost us. I'm pleased for him. I'm pleased for him tonight that he got, you know, had a good game and came very close to getting a few assists. Uh, Leon Bailey, the form that man is showing this season since that Everton four 0 game, what Unai Emery has done to that man, he's just taken him to one side and given him. It, it was like it's like Obi Wan Kenobi looking at Luke Skywalker when they get to the Death Star in uh, a New Hope in the you know in the in the Star Wars episode four or one or whatever, and. Obi-Wan Kenobi looks at Luke Skywalker before he goes to his inevitable doom and says, the force will be with you always. And it inspires Luke Skywalker. And I feel like Leon Bailey's been someone who's been living on Tatooine for two years in a desert of poor tactical now, of not getting any of the advice in needs, or whatever it is. Unai Emery's turned up, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Emery, and bloody advise this guy Ch- in whatever way it is, to make him believe that he can be a talent and know that he has this ability that is, you know, unique and rare and has got him to the highest level in football to believe that the force is always with him. And tonight there were moments where he looked absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy with the way Bailey's played this, this season. And I'm so happy to be proven wrong because I keep calling myself out on this, but I I really had got to a point, you know, even, in, you know, before the season started where I felt I felt like I'm not sure on Bailey. I was just like, I just, it's two years now. I, and I, I just think he's he's always been too inconsistent. He's, you know, it's been big games where he's gone missing. And this season, you know, as I say, since that 4-0 against Everton with his assist and his goal, he's been so much more confident, more consistent, electric as that player who comes in and out of the team, Fair play, and like I say, a massive credit to Unai Emery, and it's a massive shame that Unai that Leon Bailey didn't get that third goal tonight, hitting the bar, not quite crossing the line, very unlucky. But uh, but yeah, look, credit to Warsaw, not their fans who have disgraced themselves, and uh, like i like I say, all my thoughts with the Villa fans and the uh, security having to deal with all that. Um, but um, I think Villa itself. Great to get the win. What we needed. Uh, kind of annoying we have to go out to Mostar with a... You know, we have to go and get a re- get a result. Can't lose. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of credit to go there and uh, fantastic stuff. And, you know, something I'll say as well, my experience of watching Villa in Europe, it goes back a long way now, you know, all the way back into the 90s, you know, losing to Traps on Spor, losing to Atletico Madrid, beating into, into Milan. Uh, beating Ajax in 2008, playing Hamburg. I've got very used to Villa underperforming in Europe and getting beaten by teams we're not conditioned to play against. Teams like Altmar, Mostar and Warsaw. We lost in Warsaw, but we had a you know we had a second team out really. Emery had every right to play that team because he has he has to. But, you know this is a guy who's won four Europa Leagues for God's sake. He's got to Champions League semi-finals. This is a man who knows what the bloody hell he's doing and he knows to, to to balance the team up and not overstretch them and play them when they need to be played. Um. So uh, I'm, you know, overall very happy uh, that we're top of the group after five games. We're through. Uh, we haven't, you know, we've had one loss, but we've otherwise won every game. Uh, really giving ourselves a lot of credit. Uh, just needs to go and get a resort of Mostar. And it's a big opportunity for a few players to go out there and prove themselves again. Yonderan is probably going to be a big chance for him. And if Omari Kellyman can get back, I'd love to see him play. If Rogman can get fit, I'd love to see him get a game. But, you know, that's, that's, to, that's to come. Bur- uh, Bournemouth away next. Then followed three days later by Man City. Three days later, Arsenal. Bloody hell, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We've got a tough run. We beat Tottenham. We beat Warsaw. Got those jobs done. That's the villa we are now. That's the team we are now under Professor Unai. Bournemouth away. Uh, the start of the season poorly. But Iriola is a very, very good manager. Very smart. It's from the Basque Country. Of course he's a good manager. Like Professor Unai. Like Xabi Alonso. Like uh, Lopetegui. Like countless others. Um Bournemouth have won a beat Newcastle recently. I think they've won three and four. I'll put it like this. I think that in the wide areas, Alex Moreno will be a big addition because they are very good at defending the wide areas, Bournemouth. Um, And that Iriola teams generally, they love to pull their wingers back, get them close to their fullbacks, make it half year to beat them. And if we look at the Nottingham Forest game, our fullbacks really struggle to beat a low block. If Alex Moreno's back, Jacob Ramsey can come in as well. Having those guys back, that's going to be a big help to potentially be a very well-organised um, uh, defensive line, but also two, two full-backs on either side who are very good at defending. Um, and on top of that, I think that uh, they'll defend well, but they've got Solanke at front who's fine in form, and uh, Sumanio, um playing off him can cause problems. So uh, if if Bournemouth try and outplay Villa, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll outplay them, and I think we'll do the job. But if they are pragmatic, have their wingers sitting back with their fullbacks, and make it hard for us to get in out wide. We're gonna have to find something inspirational through the centre, most likely, or or a moment out wide from St. Alex Moreno or a Matty Cash when they beat a man, get the ball in, and we're uh, relying on you know hopefully Ollie Watkins can come back from whatever knock it is he's had. But anyway, that's for for a few days' time. Good results. Well, great results, not 2-1. Wish it'd been 3, but 2-1 it is. Another win in Europe. What a time it is to be a Villa fan. Thank you, Professor Unai. Please like and subscribe. Up the mighty Villa.